0: Welcome back to Ice Cold Takes with the boys in blue. My name is Joey DiMeglio, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Kiriakos Chatzis. Today we're going to discuss the Rangers' luck in the draft lottery and dissect our extensive prospect pool. Start episode two with the draft. Uh, We're very fortunate to get some good luck on uh, the draft lottery the past few years. 2019, we got the second overall pick, and we got Capocacco, and then this year... We did the unthinkable by getting that lottery ball, rigged or not,
1: it's ours. Dude, that 12.5% is like my new favorite number. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Once I saw that ball like go up, uh, dude, it was insane. Uh, Dude, the second that ball fell out of the guy's hand when he was holding it up on top of that pole thing that he put it in, my dad looked at me. He was like, dude, it's rigged. We're going to (laughs) win. Like the second he saw that happen, he was like, "No, nah, we're gonna win. I'm not even afraid anymore." Um, and then we ended up getting it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I must that, have
0: missed that live
1: because I looked away. Oh yeah, I was I had it on on TV, and
0: I, yeah. I was watching, and I,
1: I guess I just missed it. I don't I don't know, <laughs> dude. And then he like holds the ball, and Bettman's like, "I can confirm that the first pick goes to the New York Rangers." Like, thanks, bro. Like, we we couldn't see that. <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been more memes about that. Like, they literally sat there for, like, 15 minutes confirming that each team's logo was actually them.
0: Yeah, they gave, like, a whole paragraph about each team. (laughs) then whoever was doing the whole thing on NBC was talking about, like, the Devils or the Maple Leafs or something like that. And I saw on Twitter, someone was like, shut the hell up about the Maple Leafs or the Devils. I want to hear about that. And then we won, and... The person screamed <laughs> reaction. I see, yeah. like, someone made, I'm surprised this didn't get that many, uh, they didn't get that many followers, but someone made a Twitter account almost immediately of the Rangers ping pong ball. And it's just a picture, <laughs> the profile picture is the guy holding the ball up. And it's, <laughs> it's
1: the,
0: the name of the account is Rangers ping pong ball. <laughs>
1: Dude, I think that's so funny because the Rangers literally did a photo shoot with the ping pong ball at the training facility. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> like, they took a picture of it, like, on top of a puck with, like, a nicely like placed stick on the side. I was like, yeah, I have to. Why does this, like, ping pong ball have more, like, photo shoots than me? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think they gave that ping pong ball, uh, more time in the studio than they did with Panarin. than they do with, like, Panarin.
1: <laughs> dude, seriously. And I think it's crazy. They had um that uh badge from McDonald. Yeah, I thought that like, was awesome. That, that was awesome. Like, we had that for the past two years, and we got second and first overall consecutively. Like, that's insane to me. He was with us. Yeah, he was with us mm-hmm. in spirit. Yeah, dude, but it, the, when was the last time we had a first overall? Like, 1964? Like, 1964, 65, something like that. And it was some, they drafted some guy that didn't even
0: play in the NHL.
1: (laughs) When I heard that, I was like, dude, just our luck, just our luck. It's like, and you um, can't
0: say it's okay. The Rangers had to have eventually won the first overall pick. I can make the, the argument they were screwed out of the
1: Crosby one. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's why That's why everyone pissing and moaning about this thing is just, like, so dumb. Like, we deserve that pick. We haven't had it for so long. Yeah, I think Nashville never had a first overall. Like, Minnesota definitely deserved to have a player like Austin Yara on their team. But, like, come on. Like, it was a long time coming for us. We've been in the league for almost 100 years, and we've had one first overall pick. Yeah, and I seriously. think we've only had
0: two second overall picks two-second overall picks.
1: Yeah, that's insane. And the the fact that we've gotten so far without those picks kind of, like, says a lot, especially when you have teams like Edmonton that have, like, <laughs> like five first overall picks in the last 10 years, and they still don't know what they're doing.
0: That team, Edmonton, two players, Dreisaitl and McDavid. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. it. No, they don't have anything. Yep. Nuge, Nugent Hopkins,
1: that's it. He's good. I always liked him. Yeah,
0: he's good, yes. But, like... They got no depth.
1: Dude, they have Zach Cassian playing on the first line. You
0: could put me on the first line with David, and I think I could put up. Like oh, yeah, you'd maybe put up, 20, up like 20 points. points.
1: Yeah, 20, 20, 30 points.
0: <laughs> I don't even play hockey.
1: You, you're a defenseman. You probably put up like 50. <laughs> yeah you're right I, I, dude I don't know and people always have high hopes for them and I'm like like just no like they're just not going anywhere and I feel so bad for McDavid they're literally just burning years off his career I think the best Canadian team is Vancouver I, I really do yeah right now honestly I believe that I, mean, I don't know if they're gonna win that
0: se- their series
1: against Vegas Vegas is a good team yeah, but no, I don't think, that I think team's think Vancouver's got
0: structure they,
1: yeah no, Vegas is play. definitely they, taking that series but could, Pedersen, he could play. Oh my god, yeah, he's sick. Dude, I wanted him in that that draft or we pick Leas, dude. I wanted him so bad. I, he was like he was fifth, I think. Or fourth. Fifth, yes, that, yes. Yeah, yeah. He would definitely go first overall in the redraft. I mean, maybe I mean Kalen McCarr was also in that draft, right? Oh yeah, I think he was. Yeah, so I don't know. That there was a couple of big names in like the top five, six, and then after that, it's just like a huge drop off. I think once you start with Leas Anderson. Oh my gosh! Let's we're gonna talk about them a little later. We'll Let's get, not into, get that. into that right now. We're we're only on positive things right now. Positive, right? talk. Positive yeah. talk. <laughs> but dude, yeah, Canadian teams. I think like I think Vancouver is. I mean, Calgary. They had that one good season last year. They were like first in the, in the league. I think they were. They got a not, good team no too. Conference. But I feel like they're just like so mediocre. It's not even funny. And they just had like that one like great season, and it gave them like some false hope that they were actually like cup contenders. And then they went on and, like, went for it. And then they just, like, were not the team they expected to be. Um, well, I know you like Boudreaux. Oh, my God, I love him. And there's been so many rumors about him coming to New York just because <laughs> of, like, the market that we have here. But, like, there's no way I think he's coming. I think he's going to stay in Calgary. He, he, he's, like, adamant about saying he likes it there. I mean, I guess a lot of players say that. And then they end up moving, like, Tavares. But I don't know. I, I don't think he'll come to at, New York. At
0: the trade deadline, he left uh, left the ice during practice, and yeah. everyone flipped out on Twitter. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, Goudreau left the ice! He's getting traded! He's getting traded! <laughs> come to the Rangers, boys!" Wait, and, and then, then he, afterwards, he was just like, "Oh, I just needed to pee." Oh
1: yeah, I thought it was a nosebleed, but yeah, he was he like, like, "Yeah, I just had to go um, to the bathroom." I forget like. what it was. No, yeah, it, it was it was probably that. Too. Okay, so first overall, though we want it, Lafreniere, we take him.
0: I think we should take him. Oh he's yeah, for sure. Far and away, the best player in the draft. No, nothing against anybody else. Like Quentin Byfield, I think second. He's second overall. Yeah, he's a center. Sure. Quentin Byfield's a center, and the Rangers need centers. If they do decide to draft Byfield, I would be a little upset because you know we've had we're on this hype train about getting first overall over definitely getting Lafreniere and he's the best player, best player since like Crosby or whatever, just the numbers he put up in, in juniors. I don't know if he'll be but, like Crosby. If he can be, that'd be awesome. I
1: mean, I think, I think it's, it's important to know that he's, he's not like a generational talent. He's not like a McDavid. No, he, he's almost there. Like he has the potential to be like almost there, but I don't think he's generational. I, everyone's talking about like his skill, but a lot of there's, there's the
0: thing that I like is leadership. He, they mm. say like he's a leader and yep. he actually puts the body on people. Like he's, yep. a, he plays physical. Dude, that's why. In, in, What's the in la- my When's article? the last time the f- first overall pick played, not to cut you off, but when's yeah. the last time the first overall pick played physical? Oh
1: yeah. I can't like that's not probably. a defenseman,
0: obviously like Ovechkin. I mean,
1: yeah, probably. I mean, Crosby does use his body a lot. He won't, like, throw his body, but, dude, he's, like, extremely strong. Like, you can't get him off the puck. No,
0: yeah, no, 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 no. But in terms of, like,
1: hitting, you mean?
0: I'm talking, yeah, like, body checking and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, probably Ovi. Oh, yeah, so that's what I wrote in one of my articles. Um, I wrote that, you know, he plays usually on the power play. He plays, like, that that high – that high position on the, on the circles, like the top, top of the circles um, for like that one timer. And he's really good at moving the puck down low like that. Um, lefty, but, right. Yeah. But I was, I was reading uh, and I thought that it would be a good idea to put him on our power play in the front of the net with his, with his body positioning and his, his, his hand-eye coordination. Cause we already have guys like Panarin on the top of the circles. We got guys like that can that can kind of like move the puck very well over there. And if we put Lafreniere on that unit with them in front of the net, I think that would be huge. And no one's really talking about it just because of, like, everyone just talks about his skill. But, like, his, his body, he's got a big body. He, I think he's, he's very underrated. Yeah, you're right. It's the underrated quality that he has that I think could be used. Okay. Okay. I like I that idea. But where, where would Kreider go? Because he's yeah. usually that guy at the front. Yeah, true. I mean, he'll could. He he'll probably – Lafreniere will probably on the second line. Second yeah, I was thinking, like, him. you'd have, like, ideally, like,
0: where Kako develops, like, into the player we think he's going to be. Yeah. Like, have him – because he's also a lefty. Put him on the right side, and that's his mm-hmm. spot. And on, like, the first line, and Lafreniere or on the second line in that spot. I was just thinking that. But I like yeah, that no, net thing. Idea. The net yeah. idea is good because I think we're missing – We've been we used Lemieux in that spot in the second line.
1: Yeah, and he, and he did he, okay. He did a bad job. Yeah, he did okay.
0: Yeah, and but Callahan yeah. used to do that. No, yeah, Didn't Callahan
1: was a great... I love Callahan's playing. Oh he my was my God. favorite player. Yeah, dude, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. He he's like he's like what you want your team to embody. Like his spirit is just like, especially for the Rangers. I feel like like it was just such a good player, such a good mentality to have on the Rangers that I, I think we're kind of lacking now and. It might be because of the shift we're moving into more of, like, a younger, more talented, like, dynamic, fast type of team instead of, like, that, that like, New York grit type thing. But, like, I don't know. I think we still need players like that. And mm-hmm. I think Brendan, Brendan Lemieux brings that as well. It's – that kind of player is – it's dying. Like, the enforcer oh, yeah. player is – But he wasn't almost. even, like, fully an enforcer. Like, he was – No, like, he wasn't. He yeah. almost
0: scored 30 goals
1: one yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. That's why – that's why, like, his type of play style – like, his playing style was amazing. I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah. I'll never forget.
0: There, there was a game I went to. It was a game – 2012-13, that lockout short season. I went yeah. to a Rangers-Capitals game at the Garden with my uncle, and it was at the end of the game. The Rangers were up 2-1, and he blocked, like, so many shots. Or <laughs> I can't remember exactly what happened, but, like, he blocked his shot, got up, Cleared the puck and time expired, and everyone was like stand like standing up and saying like, "Man, Callahan,
1: what a player! Like, yeah, he's awesome. He's, exactly. he's the man." And then we, we go and get rid of him for a guy that's like has two more years left in his career. I mean, St. Louis helped us a lot, obviously. Got I love St. Louis. Yeah, I love St. Louis. Like as a guy, as a player, as well. Um, but like that that whole trade, like St. Louis, like wanted to come to the Rangers for so long right and then we go ahead and just trade our captain for him like I feel like St. Louis was out of Tampa either way so I feel like we didn't need to give up that much of a like an asset but I mean I don't know the the inner workings of everything but we were tight
0: against the cap that's what it was and we would not have been able to give Callahan the money he got yeah that's
1: fair yeah but moving back to the draft um Obviously, we both think we should pick Lafreniere. Mm-hmm. I think the Rangers need to go with that mentality of picking the best player available, um, especially when it's a player like Laf, because the Rangers... like A lot of people have been talking about the Rangers trading the first overall for the third overall and the fifth overall that Ottawa has. And I, I personally don't think that trade works at all for either team, because if you look at both teams' rosters, you look at where both teams are headed, Ottawa is in like a complete rebuild right now. Like they're, they're horrid. They're so bad. They need to develop their prospect pool. They need to get all, all the prospects together. They need to just like get all the players in. And I think the third and the fifth overall pick will give them a two very solid guys to kind of build a core around. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, the Rangers don't need that anymore. We have a ton of kids in the prospect pool. We need essentially that missing piece, right? And Lafreniere could be that missing piece that brings us to the playoffs next season. So I don't think that trade works at all. I don't think we should trade that first overall pick and also look, lack, we're lacking center depth. Like we have another second, we have another uh, first rounder, whether it falls 21 to 24, there's three like very good centers that we can pick. This is a very deep draft. Um, if we decide to not trade that second, uh, second, first rounder, um, we we could trade it with a package of Georgiev, maybe get something for that. Um, not sure, but if we do decide to draft with that, uh, we we have a good chance of getting a good center there too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I I definitely
0: think the Rangers should use that second round that second first overall first round to pick. Um, it's we we traded last year. We had two as well. Remember, we got the one from Winnipeg, and then we traded it right before the draft in the Truba deal. We traded it back right. to Winnipeg. Um, but I th- I think. I think you could get a good player, especially, like you said, especially in this draft. Uh, like, there's a, a couple teams that have three, three first-rounders, uh, first um, Ottawa and New Jersey. And I fully expect those teams to keep their picks, keep, make all three picks. So I don't know if they'll move up and still make, still make three. But you should definitely, in this kind of draft, you should definitely get as many guys as you can.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah,
0: that, I, like, Georgiev, I think he could get enough back for himself. Like, a, I would take a second and a third for a Georgiev. That's fine. That's fine. If it's this yeah. year's draft. I don't know about next year's draft.
1: Yeah, you're right. I think this draft is way too deep to kind of look to move those picks. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if something comes up, that's that's a good trade. I don't know. I might be open to it. If we, if we can not fill that that center depth. But, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I think it would be smart to keep both picks. Draft Lafreniere. He's our guy. He's Who would our... you draft
0: with that second
1: pick? So there's, there's really there's, – there's three guys that are kind of around – three centers that are kind of around that territory. One of them is Maverick Bork. The other one is Brendan Bisson. And the third one is Jacob Perreault. Um, they all seem to have put up solid numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. Perot, I mean, last season he had a minus 34 rating um, with the Sarnia Sting of the OHL. So I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I haven't done too much research on these guys, but I mean, this draft is deep enough. I I heard, I heard a decent amount about uh, Brendan Bisson, actually. Um, He's committed to university of Michigan. Oh,
0: he's college. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, he's playing right now. He's playing in the USHL. Um, But next year he's going to play university of Michigan. Mm. So we'll see. I don't know.
0: Yeah. um, I've heard, I haven't, I don't know too much about these guys either at this point um, in the draft, but yeah, I've heard things, good things about Jacob Pro and on here, Hendrix Lapierre, I've heard uh, his name come up a lot. Mm, We talked about Noel Gundler. He's a winger though, and I don't think we need wingers anymore. Um, Yeah, no. If we draft Lafreniere in the the first round.
1: You wrote about him in one of our articles, right? Yeah,
0: in the first article (laughs) that that I wrote. uh, Oh, yeah. I, I talked about uh, Gunner. Right, he's, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Well, I didn't expect the Rangers to get the first overall pick.
1: Oh yeah, for point. sure. I mean, none of us did. It's so crazy that we we literally have all these prospects, literally the best prospect pool in the NHL, and then like out of nowhere, you just add a first overall pick to that. Like to me, right. that's such an exciting time for the franchise. That like. It, it's crazy to me, I don't understand how something like this could happen, but I think that the management and all the scouts and everyone involved in developing this team it, it, it's so important for them to literally just lock down and just like get this group going because we have we have some great hockey ahead of us, and if 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 they somehow manage to mess this up. <laughs> it'll be the, the, like, biggest debacle of all time. Like, we have so many talented guys, so many guys that can get us to that cup final, win us that cup. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that it, it's so important for them to just lock down right now and get these guys moving. This
0: roster, Rangers' roster is an, unlike any roster they've ever put together
1: in oh, ever. history. Yeah. Dude, when have we had literally a Draft. The top, to do the yeah, draft. D- Top six is, like, insane. Our top six next season is going to be retarded. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, Zabenejad, Panarin, Kako, Lafreniere, like, freaking Hedlstrom. Like, throw all those guys in there. Like, it's insane. Insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think they've ever put together a roster this way. Like, building from the ground up. Never never they, it's, they built the team they built the team they didn't yeah, buy a team Yeah, exactly and that's,
1: that's what jd does i that's what i love I, I i think jd is what turned around this franchise jd and jeff gordon i mean both but dude i mean jd his his prior job he built that team like he he built that team they, they built they two ended, teams yeah they they ended up Winning the cup after he left, St. Louis. St. Louis ended he up winning was around, He, he like, was around when they drafted petrangelo Right. Yeah. He he was the one that that made that franchise into what it is. Yeah. Like they they happened to win after he left, but that was all his work. Like he he did all that for yeah. them. And I think he just needs to surround this team with the right coaches, right mentors, and in the next ten years, like. I, we need to win at least two, three Cups with this crowd. Like, yeah, yeah. We can't, we there's cannot, no way.
0: We cannot turn into the Tampa Bay Lightning. I I really think that Tampa Bay is going to win the Cup this year. They, but I by think, now, they've had, what is it? I think four conference final appearances in six years. Yeah, that, dude, that was like what we had. That's what we had. Yeah. But I just hope that we get to a point where we could get the job done. Like,
1: yeah, I, don't exactly.
0: wanna, I don't want to – I don't want
1: – and and, and there's disappointment. there's a couple of things that kind of like scare you into thinking we just might not get there like you see players like like Elias anderson kind of fall into the wayside a little bit and like kravstov everyone's a little bit afraid about him now that he got sent to um, play back in the khl again um, but I, I don't know i think I, i'm just a little bit worried about that but i think that it's kind of imperative when you have so many players fighting for spots like that, it, it's kind of so hard to not let some of them fall. Um, but Leas is just another animal. I, I'm currently writing an article about him. I've hated the whole situation with him. I think it's so childish the way that he he like played the whole situation. Like in the World Juniors, I think it was a year before he got drafted. Um, or or maybe it was right after he got drafted in the world juniors that I think Sweden won silver medal. Right. And he, he, they like put it on his neck and he like takes it off and throws it in the stands. Right. He was like, I don't want this crap. Right. And I kind of looked at that as like, damn, this guy wants to win. Like this guy's motivated. Like he's not, he's not here to get second place. This guy wants to win it all. Right. And then he comes to the Rangers. He looked slow. He looked disengaged. I mean, mm-hmm. he we, he wasn't playing a lot. He was playing on the fourth line. He had Greg McKegg and like Brandon Smith on his wings. Like Michael I don't Haley. Think Michael Haley. Yeah. Like you're not gonna put up points with those guys. But at the same time, like he just did not look good. Like in his in his draft uh, like profile, it was it was written about how he's like such a creative center. He's very good behind the puck as well. And a player like that, like, I would love to have a creative, like, offensive-minded player that can also play defensively, like, very well. Like, a center like that does not come often, you know what I mean? Like, he he basically had the whole package, and mm-hmm. and then he, he just wasn't able to put it at the NHL level, whether it was because he wasn't trusted by the coaches, or, like, he wasn't getting his ice time, but... Like as as a young player, you have to understand that you're not gonna get all the time what you want. You know what I mean? Like you just have to take it and just keep going. And I think he just like quit. He was like, "You're not gonna play me when I want you to play me. I'm just gonna not not play." Right? We send him down to the AHL. He plays a couple games and doesn't report to the AHL. Like, come on! Like you have you have no say in this argument right now. You're a player for my organization. You go where I tell you to play. You you go to the AHL, you put up points for me, you're coming right back up. Like I don't understand his logic behind that. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, I'm not gonna play for you. And then he 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 forces us to loan him back to his SHL squad. I just think it's such a childish way to go about it. And then he demands a trade after that. I don't know. I I've heard that recently he's kind of open to maybe coming back. Um but he the Rangers invited him to training camp for um the play-in series, and he said that. He he didn't think he was ready to play at that level of hockey, and and he was like, "I'm just not ready to put myself in that situation." And he declined the invitation to go to training camp. Like, uh, as a as a player coming up, I would like I just don't understand that decision. I mean, it might be a mature one, but I I just think it's so stupid. How I wouldn't say it's
0: mature. Well, okay,
1: yeah, it yeah. might be, but like I just don't know how to read this kid. Like he, ah, oh, man, it's it's a. It's a really, it's a difficult
0: situation to be, and I know you feel very strongly about yeah, that. I and not. you know, uh, I just hope they don't do the same thing. I hope they don't do what they did to Lias, with what, what what's going on with Krabsaw. Like, <laughs> I think I hope they don't treat Krabsaw the same way as they treated. I Leas feel like they kind of are, though. They're toying with him. Like, okay, come on, the kid's twenty years, not like twenty years old, and he. Just, yeah, his sister is about to get married, right? He missed her wedding and for training camp. He got invited to training camp, yeah. and he left yep. Russia yep. 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 without knowing if he was going to play or not.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: I remember J- JD said, okay, we'll take a look at him, and we'll see if he, he slots in. Right, You're not even going to give him a try in game yeah. three when you know you're going to lose to the team that's obviously better than you? You're not going to give him a try?
1: Yep. No, Why totally not? Agree. Like, come on.
0: Why are you putting Steven Fogarty in there? Nothing against him, but, like, you drafted that kid ninth overall. Give him a shot. And, like, at first I was upset that they loaned him back to his KHL team, but the kid needs to play. Like, if we draft Lafreniere, our top six is set. We don't have any space for him.
1: We can't put him on the third line. I don't know. I think the situation is kind of similar to what happened with Lias, but I think there's one – important factor that's different and I think it's Krabstov's attitude like I think from the beginning Leas did not have a good attitude about the Rangers squad and I think from the get-go he wasn't played a lot and he was pissed about that um but Krabstov looks like he's he's invested in what the team wants to go through I mean he missed his sister's wedding to come and try out on a team that he didn't know he was uh, that he was gonna make or not right like that's dedication and as much as I think it was kind of wrong for the Rangers not to play him that third game, especially like he's got, it seems to me like he has a great attitude and I think he, he wants to play hockey, um, which is why he would kind of elect to go to the KHL right now as well. I, the originally I thought that loan was just until the NHL season started. Right. That's what I thought. But I think it was confirmed after that it, it was for the the whole season. There might be a clause in there that the Rangers get to call him back whenever they want, but I'm I'm not too sure. I think there there might be. Yeah, there might be, but I don't know. I think I think hopefully next year um, he he cracks the squad because he he's a really dynamic player, and I don't know. Let's hope this is the best thing for his development. I uh, I think it might be because I mean you brought like maybe the, maybe they're trying to go the opposite route of Lea's. They're trying to not get him into the squad so that he can't, he can't play, like, fourth-line minutes with, like, guys that don't know what they're doing. And he can get some good playing time on the, probably the first line in the KHL. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's the only guy I will wait for. Like, because, You're right. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm very excited for Nils Lundqvist and Keandre Miller to come. Yeah. I really, really, really want – Lunquist Nils Lunquist to be on this roster. Yeah, I mean. Really, too. really do. But he I went think, he went back to
1: the to his yeah, Swedish I think, team. I think next year as well for him too. Um but there there are also a lot of comparisons between Leas and Krabsov. Like to me they were both off the board picks. Definitely I,
0: off the board. Yeah. Krabsov
1: yeah. okay, the,
0: this is the next topic. Like man. The the scouting for the Rangers is so hit or miss in history. Like, if you're a a longtime Rangers fan, you could go way back with this. I mean, the year 1999 when the Canucks drafted the Sedin twins, the Rangers got the fourth overall pick, and they said they got the best player in the draft. Know who that was? Pavel Brendel. Who the – (laughs) <laughs> who the hell is that? He didn't play he played like 10 20 games for Rangers, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe less than a hundred less than a hundred in his career. yeah And, who and you pick? say he's the best skater in the draft? <laughs> I realize it's probably not Gordy Clark drafting then. Gordy Clark came in and like 2005 six something like that.
1: you have picks like okay. Let me see. I have this here. Here, Dylan McElrath, 10th overall in 2010. Exactly. Exactly. Like that. Like, over like what
0: is that? Tarasenko, I think over Cam Fowler.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
0: Over a bunch of guys. And then in that same draft, you draft Jesper Foss in the sixth round. The Rangers have like some horseshoe. Dude, so- in, the, in the later rounds, they get a horseshoe stuck up their ass, I swear. Like because they get this past year's draft, every single one of their picks, it, Everyone was saying it was good pick. Every single one of them in 2019. Dude, I, that's
1: 2018 what I'm hit or miss, dude. Pretty
0: much good. Like 2016, no first rounder, no second rounder. Sean Day, Tarmo Reuninen, Tim Gettinger.
1: Yeah. And then sixth yeah.
0: round pick Tyler Wall, and he looks like he's gonna be good.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude, and then. What's it? Wasn't we draft? We we passed up on Giroux, I think, in two thousand six as well. I think did we? I think I think Giroux went twenty second. We had the twenty first overall. Um, we got Bobby Sanguinetti. Like who? Tell me who.
0: He played forty five games in his career.
1: (laughs) I don't get it, dude. And six points at that.
0: Like okay. (laughs) And then they drafted Anisimov in the second round. And yeah. he turned out to be a player. You know,
1: 752 games in the NHL. like uh.
0: Right. And none of their other guys here have games played. The next year, 2007. And whatever happened to Cherpanov, they hit on one guy, Carl Haglund, in the sixth round. Yeah. They had a second round pick, a fifth round pick. And two sevens and they missed on all of them.
1: Dude, just give me, honestly, don't give me any high picks with the Rangers. Just give me like six seventh rounders. We'll we'll draft a sick team. <laughs>
0: Seriously, like
1: Oh my God. The,
0: all their depth, all their depth, all their good guys came from later round picks. Callahan was a fourth round pick. That. Foss was a sixth round pick. Haglin was a uh, sixth round pick. Lunk was seventh round pick. Peter Pruka, eighth <laughs> round pick. That's going way back. And they George draft like Dan Blackburn, tenth overall. Hugh Jessiman, like the Rangers had four second-round picks in 2004. The only guy they got a good player out of was Brandon Dubinsky. It, the draft is such hit or, is so hit or miss. Like, like it was honestly concerning when they first drafted Kravtsov that he was their second-ranked forward. They had him ranked above Wallstrom and Zadina. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Zadina was supposed to go third overall. Yeah, dude. This is the third I, I remember best player. Hearing I, remember.
1: That. I remember hearing that. The Rangers were like, Yeah, we had our sights on this guy from the beginning and like no one ever heard of him. They were like, like who? <laughs> and the Rangers were like like nah. Like we, we, we looked at him extensively. We know he's our guy. We know we want him. It's and like, I was all right, man. I was pissed because I saw Oliver Wallstrom and I was like Me too. I was like, dude, th- that kid put up like 90 points in the season before, right? Or something retard like something crazy. And I was like, how are you gonna pass up on that guy? Like literally a pure goal scorer. And then it turns out he ends up being nothing for the Islanders, which is which is good for us. Right, right. I wanted him I wanted him too, but I I I
0: hope I hope that Kravsov is who he was when we first drafted him. Like the first First year, his draft draft D plus one year was was great. He, like, he was challenging all these crazy records, Russian scoring leagues from rookies or whatever, young players. So, like, when I was saying before, I didn't get to finish my point, but, like, I'll wait for this kid because I want him to come over and immediately slot in in the top six. Yeah. If he does, that could push one of the guys out, like Buchnevich.
1: Charles. Oh, that's I was gonna get at that. Nevich is good, but yeah, he's gonna want a ton of money though. Exactly. And, honestly, I mean, a lot of Ranger fans are really high on Booch. Like he's a he's a hilarious guy. Like I just like <laughs> love watching him play because I want to <laughs> laugh all the time because like his facial expressions and just the way that he's always depressed. <laughs> he gets so, so mad. Like, he gets so pissed. I remember one time he scored a goal after like. 20 games without a goal, and he literally, like, 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 pulls a monkey off his back. Like, his celebration was, like, reaching his hand back and pulling a monkey off his back. Yeah, I mean, he's... It was so funny. But, dude, I just can't with him. I watch him play sometimes. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, he has so much talent. He is oozing with talent. Like, before he, he got drafted, he was... He, he literally tore up the KHL. He was amazing. And I don't know why... Like it just didn't translate to the NHL, and I don't. I mean, he, he he's put up some points. Like I'm not gonna like argue with that. Like he's put up. He's been a decent player, but like I feel like the player that he could be is he's like so far away from that, and it just pisses me off to watch him. So honestly, I wouldn't be too opposed in in him getting moved. But yeah, I I don't know how how I feel about uh, about Bush. He,
0: He's a polarizing player. I think a lot of people believe that it's Alan Vigneault had a lot to do with his failures because he oh, yeah.
1: benched I mean, him. He hasn't done anything now. He hasn't done anything under queue anyways. He didn't played the same.
0: Played in the top line huh? Well, KZB. yeah, putting up
1: the same amount of points. Like
0: he almost had fifty points this year, but like with yeah AV, yeah. wait, did he score? He he had a he had a lot of points in in a very few amount of games. I remember. I think
1: this season no with under Alan Vina. ooh what was that like 16 or 17
0: yeah he had in 2016 17 he had 20 points in 41 games yeah that's good. but you're right you're right yeah in 2017 18 43 points in 74 games
1: yeah like i mean he's he's like and he consistent. had 46 this year yeah he's like consistent at 40 like i mean that's good but like second line numbers yeah i guess but I mean, when you have guys like Kravtsov coming in, that could essentially that could probably be better than that. Um, I would probably bank on my younger guys now, honestly, especially with the cap hit that he's gonna he's gonna ask mm, You
0: think he's got one more year after this? So like this yeah. year or th- yeah, yeah. So this past year was uh, his first year. This is his last year on the contract. But I just hope I hope they develop Kravtsov the right way. I'll be really, really, really upset if they. They give him the Leas treatment. The way you're angry at – how, uh, like, you don't like Leas, I'm going to be mad about Kravtsov
1: because – Right, but you actually like him as a player. Like, I, I personally, like, I hate Leas. I hate watching him play on the Rangers. Yeah, he's <laughs> – Unless he turns everything around, like, I, I just can't watch him.
0: You already know what's going to happen. We're going to trade him to a team that to get him to change your scenery, and then he's going to light oh, up. Oh, he's
1: going to be amazing. I know. I know. We're going to trade him, and he's going to be one of the best players. I know. I know that. He's going to have, like, a 15-year NHL career. I know. I know. I know for a fact. But I just can't with him anymore. Rumors? Dude, I, was, I, I wanted that so bad. Like, I want Puya Yarby, dude. He's a ginormous winger, dude. I think we could use him a like, good way. Third, like a third liner for yeah, I'd third, use him on third line. line. Like, geez. He's, he yeah, he is big. He's, he's huge big and he's skilled as hell. Like, I've never seen a player that can. I mean, he, he obviously hasn't done it in the NHL at all, but he can skate too.
0: You were ta- We talked about this long, like long before we we made the uh the 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 site the blog. Yeah, we, you were saying that like he didn't put up that many points and um, about this is about uh Pugliarvi. Um, you were telling me that he, he didn't make the players around him better and you didn't want that at first.
1: I don't know if, if now it's, it's changed, but. I mean, he was, he was supposed to be one of the best. Like where, where was he drafted?
0: Um, he was supposed to go third overall, but he went fourth. I forget what year it was. Okay.
1: I mean, when 2000...
0: you have a... wait, 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 was this 2016, the Matthews draft? Yeah, because it went Matthews, Line A, Pierre-Luc Dubois, and then Paul Yarby. And everyone was shocked that the Columbus went Pierre-Luc Dubois.
1: Dude, he, and he, he, turn, he oh my made God, people dude, regret it. playoffs? Holy crap. Did you watch him play this freaking playoffs?
0: He's, I didn't see oh him play, but like he, apparently he's turned into a whole different player. Dude, like, he's insane. Like, he's on another know, level.
1: Yeah, it looked like he, he was extremely comfortable in this play. He was just tearing everybody up. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Puyi yeah, he doesn't. But a lot of those winger players don't. Like, you don't really look, look for that in a, in a winger. Like, your centers are really the guys you want to build your team around who, who make everyone around them better. I mean, Panarin is that player, too. He makes everyone around him better, which is why he's, like, such a good player as well. Like, Panarin, Panarin is otherworldly. Panarin like an- has every single skill you can ask for in a hockey player. He has everything, he he plays extremely well defensively. Wow, yeah. Backtracks like crazy. he's extremely skilled at the puck. can move the puck so easy. He's, can he's shoot from fast anywhere too. Like he's a fast, good skater. Dude. He has leadership skills. He's literally the whole package. The whole package. The I'm so happy people, we, we have him. I'm, yeah, the fact that people said we overpaid for him is just insane to me. Like, like there's no way Okay, there's an argument against Truba. There's no argument against Fanarin, okay? No argument whatsoever. No, the, yep, like not,
0: the Rangers not. have a history of getting guys that um, are one year too late. Yep. Like yeah, um, that was our
1: that was our whole team,
0: literally. What What, what are some names like? Gillespiezito. That's okay. this is going yeah. way back. Like yeah. him, Luke Robitaille, Marcel Dion. I think they got Guy Lafleur. Luke Robitaille did nothing for the Rangers like he averaged 40 goals a season before he got traded and he had like 25 with the Rangers
1: <laughs> dude even recently I mean he, I mean Nash is a stretch because he did play good with us but like he, he was out of his prime like yeah we, but we, you
0: know what he tur- he changed his career he, in Columbus he was always a, a scorer just he was always are right batter. but th- but that's
1: strong. why we got him we didn't need him to do anything else like we, i know we didn't, we didn't know. want you to change your game like like, like be the player that you that's, were that's true i guess he he was
0: such an unselfish player when he first came he scored 20 in pretty much every every season yeah us, at yeah least. the 40 yeah. the one year but 2016 17 or 15 16 one of those years he just started Turn into a complete player, like yeah, everything. You're
1: right. I mean, he like did 14, go 15, he was
0: good defensively. Like, coming into the Rangers, he was a very, very far minus player. And then he, he had some ridiculous seasons plus minus wise. Yeah, he on a I mean,
1: defensive team. He, he did well at adjusting to whatever scenario he was put in. I can't say that about him. Like, he, he, he kind of went through it all, like with his concussions and everything like that. And I think he, maybe he couldn't be that player again. So he had to find a way in his game to kind of find out how he can produce for the Rangers, and I think he did that well. But I still, he was never, he was never the player he was before. Before no, it's it's different.
0: But you yeah. know what? He was the only guy in Columbus. He was there. He yeah, he was no the guy. Yeah, yeah, he had no one else. But like when he came to the Rangers, it was Gabrick,
1: Richards, Calahan, yeah, Longquist. You would think that would that would help him out a little bit, take something off his shoulder, but. I guess with all those guys putting up all those points and you can't, you also like, can't be just a scorer. You need to implement other, other like facets into your game in order to be on the, on the lineup. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you a Gabbert could pure goal scorer, like, like, and, and, and like a proven goal scorer and you don't, you don't need another guy like that playing on the same line. You know what I mean? That I
0: I've seen it happen in other sports where it's like, you trade a really good guy to a team that's like amazing already. And it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, this may not be a good example, but when the Islanders traded for Thomas Vanek, Vanek was scoring like 30, 40 goals a year with Buffalo. Uh-huh. And everyone, I had a friend in high school or in, uh, in middle school, he said, like, Vanek was scoring 30 goals a year on Buffalo and he's got no one. Now he gets to play with Tavares and
1: he just didn't turn out to be that guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, a, it's sort of a weird dynamic.
0: Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know!